Hey, hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Dope and Dharma, and this is the Dharma Time Hour, and as always, I am, uh, I was about to introduce myself as the Dope Doctor. Uh, I am the Dharma Guy, and he is the Dope Doctor. Together, we make up Dope and Dharma. Welcome. How is everybody? How are you doing today, man? I don't know. You just got a lot louder all of a sudden in my ear. Uh, it's showtime, man. So I got to perform, right? You know, I got to turn it up to turn it up a notch. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you don't like this? Rich, Rich is not liking my Strixen. I, I don't even know what that is. What is? I, I'm assuming it's a golf thing. Yeah. Well, there you go. I would be right. Hey, what's what's up, Richard? What's up, Lori? It was free hat, free hat, Richard. I love I like me some free hats. I, it's one of my favorite f words. Yeah, well, I uh, I still have the Corbin Forrester uh, number seven hat that I wear a lot as well, and and yeah. then um, Dixon Gall or no, not Dixon Gall. Um, oh my gosh, uh, dialed in sports, dialed in golf, or whatever from uh, our friend Ian. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, so uh, so we I got an interesting topic today, man. Well, first of all, do we want to talk about the uh, the golf tournament and stuff now, since we're on the golf subject? Because uh, you posted 11. something. Yeah, you posted something yesterday, right? April 11th, man, it's coming up, so if you want to golf, Richard, if you want to come down, um, golf with us April 11th, feel free to do so. Anybody want to sponsor, want to be a whole sponsor, you want to come play, you want to volunteer, hit me up. Uh, you know how to hit me up, you know. If you don't, you know, just write some messages on here, and, you know, you can find us everywhere, it seems like. So, <laughs> yeah, um, we're all over the place at this point. So, so definitely would like to uh, have some good volunteers, and definitely want some good players, um, I don't know. It should be exciting, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the all the same friends, celebrities will be there. So, yeah. know, if you want to come because you want to rub elbows with Daryl Strawberry, then he knows that people do that, so that's fine. Curtis Lascanic, uh, uh, what he caught, um, man, I'm losing it right now. Um, and then we have the the, the wakeboarder is going to be there. I don't remember his name. Well, at not the a wakeboarder. He's a surfer. Sur- is he a surfer? I don't know. A, it, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously not in that world, so it's hard for me to distinguish between the two. Apparently, I'll yeah, stay in my I'm lane. About that, man. I, 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 speaking of uh, wakeboarding, I'm going to go right to snowboarding. Uh, we had a good send off. You know, my man didn't didn't make it, but but he did all right, man. Five five Olympics though. Can you imagine being in five? Olympics? Oh, you talking about Sean White? Yeah, five Olympics. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I and I of course the I, I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> I, I don't I don't really get fired up about the Winter Olympics. I don't know why. I just I don't. There's certain there's certain sports. Uh, you know, first of all, I don't know why I watched the curling thing or whatever the hell. That you is. watched the wait 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 you watched the curling. I can't help it. It's it's because like they look like us. Mindless. They look like regular mindless, dudes who yeah. just got off the couch and was like, all right, let's go do this. <laughs> no, I saw you on the Super Bowl. I I saw you on the podium getting your trophy. So. They don't all look like us. They look like me. They don't look like you. I, I saw you at the same moment. Oh, God. But that was, man, I love the half pipe, though. I got, I, I love that. that sure. Story. It's like a, it's like an X Games thing, but an sure. Olympic. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can love see that. that. Um, and I love any fast skiing down there. I mean, you know, a ski, I love skiing. So, you know, right. see that. I can't ski anymore, but um, but I love watching it. Uh, but that's it, pretty much. I mean, that, that walking on skis. Cross country skis. I don't even want to watch you run cross country, much less ski cross country. I, yeah, I wasn't even aware that existed in there. But but I mean, I, I that, that's the time you got to be a nationalist, you know. So I believe in it, like USA, right. USA. You know, sure. I, I just like it. Sure. You know, even even though we're in China. <laughs> I uh. All right, well, so, uh, uh, so what are you about? if anybody wants to do to to join us for the golf tournament or participate, they can go to now golf now golf tournament. Jesus, I can't speak today either. Nowgolftournament.org. Um, so once again, go to nowgolftournament.org, and you can read all about it. You can see where it's at. You can join up. You can uh, sponsor all those fun things. So um, yeah, so today's uh, today's topic, right? Um, and. and a, I, I think it's interesting because when I, I said what the topic was um, a couple of days ago, I was actually on the phone with my mother and it came to me. Um, she reached out to me later on the next day and and had a different interpretation of what I was intending. So it's going to be interesting to see what your immediate interpretation is. Um, matter, matter of fact, so the topic itself, I'm calling it justifications, right? Justifications. justifications. So when I say that, what immediately comes to your head? What do you think the direction we're going to go in? Like, what would you, what's your immediate response? Just by hearing the time. I start thinking, I start thinking about excuses. I start thinking about how we validate our behavior, how we make excuses for our behavior, not take responsibility. That's what I might first think. Okay. So that's kind of, that, that's pretty much the track that I was going to go down. 
Um, okay. And 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 so <laughs> a quick story that that uh, like what made me think of it, right? Because uh, throughout the week, obviously, I think I'm looking for inspiration, things to talk about, things that I think that are, um, you know, on everybody's mind, you know, things that I think can help people. Um, and and <laughs> I see it a lot w- with my kids. I see it in the media. I, you know, I see it with friends. I see it everywhere. Um, but the specific moment that, that it kind of like hit me um, and, and it was a couple days ago. I was driving my uh, my daughter to school. We, uh, we got in the truck and we're pulling out. And as we're going, I have a rule, and I've always had this rule in my truck for the kids is, and for myself as well, but mainly for the kids, if the truck's moving forward, seatbelts. Like, I'm not even pulling forward unless you have seatbelts on. It's been a rule since they were children, and, you know, they always remember it. Um, <laughs> so we were pulling out, and my daughter thought it was that was the opportune time to put her sweatshirt on. And, and so as she was putting her sweatshirt on, I had to hit the brakes. And when I hit the brakes, she flew forward a little bit. And, you know, uh, she didn't get hurt or anything, but it scared the hell out of her, right? It, it startled her. She's, oh, my gosh. And she looked at me with this startled look on her face. And, and my only response to her when I looked over, I was like, that wouldn't have happened if you had your seatbelt on. Like that, you know. And, and this is where the show topic idea came from. She looked back at me, and her only response was, well, I was trying to put my my sweatshirt on i was like that has nothing to do with the fact that if you had your seatbelt on that wouldn't have happened right and so that was the situation that made me think of it and that is for whatever reason lately what i've been seeing a lot and it's not just children mind you it's it's adults as well we seem to have this idea that the story matters more than the outcome right we have the story that we tell ourselves. We have this justification, if you will, or as you said at the top of the show, excuse. Um, and, and, and why that might be valid in our mind. It seems that, that like it gets lost somewhere that that doesn't negate the consequences. No matter what your story is, it doesn't negate any real world consequences that are, are, are potentially going to come from it, right? And so, like, for instance, you know, in the seatbelt situation, Okay, in her mind, she wanted to put the the jacket on. I get it. Uh, But physics, (laughs) it didn't care what her reasons were. The car came to a stop. She went forward. It's It's not like the law of gravity and physics said, oh, wait a minute. We can't, we can't, uh, you know, function today. She's putting her jacket. No, it, it's still going to happen. And had she have hit her face and really got, you know, messed up or whatever, um, the fact that she was putting her, her, her jacket on wouldn't have removed all of that. It still right. would have happened, right? And so that's why I say what you should have done is put it on before you walked out the door or put it on before the truck was moving. Like the second that happened, it should have been an indication to you, hey, now's the time I need to make sure I'm fastened in correctly, right? And right. and so for me, I think I see a lot of that, right? Um, right. And, and there seems to be this this uh, this thought process because I get it in my home a lot and I'm pretty sure you do as well. Um, I get told sometimes by my wife even or other people around when, when a situation occurs that my response is oftentimes it's considered harsh, right? And, and the reason why it's called harsh, like for instance, in that situation, I said, hey, that wouldn't have happened had your seatbelt been on, you know, and, and that's interpreted as a harsh response. And I don't feel that it's harsh. I feel I'm just bringing some, some fact or some, some, like some awareness to the situation. Um, I'm, I'm the messenger, if you will. I, I didn't create the circumstance. I just acknowledged, hey, the, the fact of the matter is this wouldn't have happened had this happened prior to. Um, but, but it's also a no shit statement, right? So, you yeah, would no think shit. so. Yeah, you would think so. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I just see that a lot right now. I see a lot of people making decisions. And, and let, me, let me preface all this by saying it's okay, right? And what I mean by that is we make bad decisions. We've all done it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I've made bad decisions in my life. I know you've made them. We've all made them. If you're listening to this or watching this right now, uh, um, you've made them too. And that's okay. We're not saying be perfect. Um, I plan to make a few more today. Exactly. The difference, the, the only thing that I'm trying to get out there is acknowledge it, right? Be aware, hey, you know what? I could have made a better decision there. That's it. Don't try to justify you know, your decision-making when it was clearly a bad decision. Own 
the bad decision, acknowledge that I made a bad decision, and sometimes you can correct it. Like other, uh, you know, sometimes you can correct the train of thought that got you there. Other times, maybe the train of thought really wasn't bad. You just you just called it wrong. You know that happens as well. That's one of the reasons why I have no regrets tattooed on me. And everybody says, "Oh, you don't regret anything." That doesn't mean everything went perfect in my life. That just means I can't regret the outcome because my decision making was sound. Meaning. The way I arrived at whatever decision I made, I weighed things out and I picked what I felt to be the logical right decision. That doesn't mean it always ended up the way I wanted it to or ended up well. Sometimes it ended up horribly. But I can't regret that because I don't regret my decision-making process. But I can acknowledge, hey, (laughs) that wasn't a good decision. You know, that was, yep, that was pretty stupid. I I didn't think that went through clearly. Um, But we don't, I don't know, we don't seem to have that these days. It seems like whenever something takes place, there's always a story, and we focus so much on the story that it seems to make the outcome not matter. And then we walk around with this idea that the world now needs to adapt to whatever story I'm telling, as opposed to me adapt to whatever consequence the world has given me. Does that make sense? Do you, do you see yeah. that a lot? Do you see where I'm going with this? No, I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm going to put it a little bit different way. Sure. Because well, that's I why we're dope and Dharma. <laughs> right, 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 right. And because I think, as far as everybody's story, I think it's it's at least it's valid to that person. Right? Yeah, I mean, it matters to you, and, sure. And they're and they're not in a position at that moment. None of us are for a teaching moment. Right. That's not what we're asking for. It's like unsolicited advice when you right. give me a no shit statement, right? However, this is this is how we have to kind of view it. Where you're coming from is is important and it's important to you and, it, and it's who you are and, and and all that but the destination you end up at is usually where the discussion is happening it's not where you're coming from it's the destination you ended up at so let's say you're coming from home but then you broke into my home well you can't go to the judge and they go yeah but i came from my home yeah that's great that you came from your home <laughs> that's not what we're talking about today we're talking about that you ended up in louis home that's that's yeah. the conversation we're having right now, and yeah. I think that's if, if we make it as simple as that, sure, it, it, it can make more sense because I don't care whether you walk to my house, I don't care if you drove to my house, I don't care if you drove a Lamborghini, I don't care if you if if you know you you used you know uh, uh I, whatever you did to get to my house. The All point right. is that we're not talking about your journey, we're not talking about your stops along the way, we're not talking about how comfortable <laughs> your bed is. We're not talking about how many people live at your house. We're not even talking about how different your house is than my house. We're only talking about the destination you ended up at. And let's talk about, hey, you don't belong here or this is not a good decision. And so we have to find a way from the other side, though, to kind of at least let the person know. I hear you. I hear that you're talking about how rough it was to get here. And I hear how you're talking about where you come from. What do I need to do to help you understand, though, that none of that is relevant to your destination? What, what do I need to do? And so that's I, I think the trick, the, the, the onus is going to be on us as the person listening, because we're all getting it right. We're all hearing right. someone, you know, uh, spew out their reasons for their behavior or the reasons for, you know, offending you or, or whatever it is. Well, then, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. all right. So, so let me let me explain. My, let me let me listen to you. I, you're heard. I hear you. Okay. You know, I, I think that's that's what I'm. That at least that's my focus on on how to get along better with with people in the world is is uh, practice my listening because I can't I can't force I can't force them to to understand my point of view. So I just have to listen to them and hopefully in my my active listening uh, we can just end that conversation because right. it's not it, it's typically not going to go anywhere. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and and I think from the, the teacher's perspective, right, the one who did the no shit statement, um, uh, I, I agree with you that the onus on that per- person at that moment, depending on what your role is, right, you know, um, right. Uh, whatever your role is in that moment, y- the onus is on you to understand that your message might not be received at that moment, right? However, um, the, the main focus of, of my thought process today was you know coming from the spiritual place one of the things that that i that drew me so much to the the buddhist philosophy was the onus was on us right the onus is on me i can only change my relationship to suffering regardless of who is around it's my reaction it's my perspective and things of that nature so um so i'm speaking right now to the person who's on the receiving end 
of the no shit statement, right? And and, and I'm trying to get them to understand is uh, it's not the world's job to cater to you. You know, some might, you know what I mean? Some very well may and some might not. Um, but you can't base your learning or your ability to absorb new information based upon how they give it. Um, should they all give it in a nice place? Absolutely. Are they? No. And who ends, at the end of the day, who suffers the most from not learning that lesson? You. It's only going to help you, right? And, and so, it's once now this is a harsh statement, right? And I don't intend for it to be harsh, but it does come off harsh. When people are talking, well, you got to do this and you got to do that. No, I don't, right? Like, to the random everyday person, I don't have to, like, adjust the way I'm speaking to you. I'm not the one who made the mistake. I'm not the one who's trying to learn the lesson. My, my thought process, if I'm trying to be disconnected from that person, I'm not your husband. <laughs> I'm not your therapist. I don't have to do all those things. Um, should I? Absolutely. But you got to understand that there's people in this world who, who that's not their role in your life, and they're not going to like adjust to that. They're moving on with their, with their own day. Now, you could choose to not listen to anybody unless they speak the way you want them to speak. Good luck. You know, good, good luck. Hopefully that works for you. Um, but more often than not, you're going to have to learn some lessons in life that aren't necessarily going to be delivered in the way that you would like for them to be delivered. And it's up to you whether you choose to listen to it or not. Um, you know, my mom taught me, you know, I think Richard put it up there earlier, two wrongs don't make a right. And I try to teach my kids that as well, right? Like, I don't necessarily use those exact words, but too many times, like my little one, my, my 10-year-old will like do something completely overboard as a reaction to something his sister does. And when I get on to him about his reaction, because he took it to a level it didn't need to go to, his response is always, well, she did this. I was like, it doesn't matter what she did. At the end of the day, you are responsible for your behavior, and you took it to a level it didn't need to go. Yeah, she was wrong, but you were also wrong because like, you lost your ability to maintain the moral high ground, right? The moment you dipped down and completely handled it and negated anything that she did that was wrong, because now you're you're now responsible for your behavior right and and it makes me think back to my mother when she was working at the at the in the jail system because we were talking about this and i asked her i was like how many people did you talk to when you were working with inmates how many of those inmates came to you and tried to justify their behavior based upon the area they lived in or the people that they you know they were raised with and she's like every single one of them i was like exactly yep like, it doesn't yeah. matter, you know, how bad your parents were. It doesn't matter how crappy of an of a area you grew up in. It doesn't matter the difficulties None or the traumas that you faced in life. None of that justifies you carjacking somebody. Period. Yeah, you had a rough life, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe your parents were crappy. Like, I'm so sorry. But you're going to have to learn how to adjust to that. You're going to have to learn how to overcome that. And you can't do it at other people's expense. Because if you do, there's going to be consequences. And and the judges and the lawyers and legal system or life, however you want to define it, doesn't care. And I I think we have to wrap our heads around that, right? It sounds harsh, but I don't personally see it as harsh. I just see it as cause and effect. Whatever, there's an action, there's a reaction. Go ahead. No, I think that, Trinity, I think the only reason it sounds harsh is because... For some reason, my, my fellow counselors and therapists in the world have have turned everything around to a victim-type way. Um, we have swung so far the other direction that the pendulum has swung really far. Uh, because what you're saying is valid, and it's true. But again, the person's pain and their journey and where they come from is also valid. Yeah, I agree. You have to understand that's important. And I, and I like what you said. That's important to you because that's how you can then work on what you need to work on so you don't end up in those same destinations. But as for the real victim, me, that you ended up in my house, right? right? That, that's Your story means nothing to me. Yeah. Or your story means something to you so that you can prevent yourself from constantly getting in those situations. Again and again and again. <laughs> yeah. You know, a real good example. A real good example of that is we saw the doping thing here in the Olympics, right? There was a, there was a person that somehow got excused uh, after serving some time for for breaking the anti doping, right? Uh, from another country, um, but it it was a heart medication, right? So, but they, they they broke the anti doping, but it was a heart medication. And, and the right. reason I'm saying that is because I think that might have played a role in it. And then of course we had another athlete. 
uh, a United States athlete then make comment. We've talked about this athlete. You know, they, they got in trouble because she had tested positive for marijuana. And then she had said because, you know, her family member had died, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and so, but she made it a race issue instead of a substance issue. Right. Um, look, I don't know what the issue is. But regardless whether that person gets excused and you don't get excused, if I broke the rule, that's that's the that's whatever happens to me happens to me. Exactly, that, that's irrelevant, right? Not everyone that that breaks the rule that I break is going to get the same consequence I get. We know that, right? This is real yeah, world, right? Exactly, people that get away with stuff that, much worse than you, and get in. And, and by the way, I got away with a lot of stuff <laughs> that a lot of you didn't get away with. I get that. But you can't get mad at my privilege because I then I'm going to look at your privilege and right. everyone, Trinity, everyone has privilege and everyone has detriment. Everyone. Well, the other and thing that I hear a lot is it's not fair. Is, well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We all we all have yeah. an unfairness that happens exactly. in one direction and, an, and and a fairness that happens towards the other direction. Right? We, we yeah. all suffer that. Only we only seem to focus on when it doesn't work in our favor. And right. I get that because we're selfish animals. So we, we look at everything from the world lens of us. But but just understand, it's because you're selfish. I'm selfish. You know, I, 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 I try not to be. I work hard not to be. But naturally, as animals, we're self-preserving animals. It's survival of us first. If you behave differently than that, that's, that's outside the rule. That's not the norm. Right. Because right. if you're drowning, trust me, you're going to want to instinctually save yourself. First. And if you don't think I'm correct on this, watch every video where there's a gunshot and everybody's <laughs> running wild trampling people. Yep. Right. Yep. And maybe one person is stopping to help somebody that fell down, but the rest are running rampant. What does that tell you? We're selfish first naturally. And it's OK. You know, you know, I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm just simply saying that naturally as animals, we're selfish first. So when we do wrong or someone is bothered by our behavior or something we did, our instinct is to tell the story. Let me tell you where I came yep. from. Let me tell you why I did it. Let me give you some reasoning behind it. I get it. But I didn't like it. And so let's <laughs> talk about the end result. Yep. Right? Yeah. And so I think the maturity on us that we're talking about today is simply when you catch yourself telling a story and the other person is not getting it, we don't need to ramp up the energy. <laughs> we don't need to ramp up the temperature yeah. and, 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 and bulldoze our story into the person to get them to be okay with our end result behavior. We need to just, wait a minute, take onus, responsibility. It's on me. All right, all right, all right, all right. I did it because you know where you see it a lot journey is in, in traffic situations, right? right? It's like, uh, why were you late? Oh man, traffic. No, you weren't late because of traffic. 99% of the time you're not late because of traffic. You're late because you timed it so that there yep. has to be a perfect traffic scenario for you to get there on time. You know, it and I know it. Yep. Yet everybody is okay with saying, oh man, <laughs> you know, I'm late because of traffic. Yeah. Yeah. As if I had no power. And, and that to me is when I, when I hear the whole fair comment. You know, that wasn't fair. It actually was, right? Because you, along with every other person in the world, started out with the ability to not do whatever that behavior was, right? Now, they might have, like you said, they might have been punished differently, but you both had equal ability to say, I'm going to or I'm not going to do this. You both chose to do that. Now, the outcome is what the outcome was. I don't know. Maybe they got punished differently. Who knows? But you you had the same ability to say no. You chose to say yes and do whatever that behavior was. And now you got the consequence, and and uh, to me, that's where the onus is on us, man. That's where the accountability, and and I think that once again, as I pointed out earlier, and you just said again, it's not about being perfect and not making mistakes or bad decisions. It's about owning the ones that you make, right? Like, like yeah, dude. Like I've made some really bad decisions in my life. It's happened, you know, and and I've I've suffered some consequences from. Go ahead. And 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 I want to I want to highlight what you just said. It was a decision. It was yeah. a bad one. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a, a mistake. One. It wasn't a mistake. No. It was a decision. Yeah. You had a, trust me, I'm, even if it happened in a split hair of yeah. a second, your entire committee in your brain utilized all your bit of knowledge that you've ever obtained <laughs> and all yep. the experience you've ever obtained to make that decision. And it still sucked. So own <laughs> yeah. it. Your best thinking it's got you here. Mistake, 
yeah, it's only a mistake because you got caught. It's only a mistake because in the end, someone someone held you accountable for that decision. Yeah. But if you would have got away with it, you would have never even noticed it. Exactly. It was, well, it it's, be called a mistake. Yeah, it's only a mistake when the situation, the outcome isn't what we hoped it would be. Exactly. Then all of a sudden, magically, oh. Fair. Can I define fair? Um, yeah. No, I, I don't. I think fair is, is uh, um, you know, something that's uh, uh, the ability applied to everybody, right? Because, I mean, first of all, fairness is defined differently for different people, right? Um, some people's version of fair might not be my version of fair. My idea of fair was, is, is are we all able to utilize our abilities the best way we can? Right? Or do we all have the same, like I said, uh, uh, um, like carjacking, for instance, right? I brought it up earlier, but this is to illustrate my point. Um, is it fair that maybe two different people uh, uh, commit the crime and, and get two different outcomes? Eh, we can argue that. Um, but You won't give a damn if you get away with <laughs> Exactly. You're not, you're not marching anywhere <laughs> exactly. if you get away with it. Trust me, <clears throat> I'm a guy, look, I was facing 20 years of prison, and I got away with it. I am not ever going to say, oh, man, you know what? Uh, to be fair, put me in prison. I belong in prison. Hell no. Yeah. I'm. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> exactly. whatever privilege exists no, to I, get me off, and I'm good with yeah, it. Yeah, I am super thankful for all the things that I did not get caught for in my life, uh, and I'm not about to go turn myself in on any of them. Um, right. But uh, uh, the, to me, the fairness was I had the same decision ahead of time to not do those things. I wasn't forced into any of them. Nobody put a gun to my head and told me do this or that. Um, and, and Richard said, uh, then as a society, we need to stop blurring the lines between right and wrong. I don't know if we've blurred. I, I think we all agree on right and wrong. That's why we have laws. I think we disagree on the application of those. I think we apply them nowadays with too much, you know, what we would call empathy, right? Um, I, I think that hurts us. I do. I, I think that we've gotten to a situation now where um, we do have this idea that as long as I have a sad story, as long as I have enough reasoning for it, then that negates my consequences. And the problem is, and, and sometimes in interpersonal relationships, that might work. That person might give you more leeway because you had a sad story to tell. Um, but life never works that way. Life is going to do what life is going to do. Like I said, gravity is going to work regardless of how you feel about it. That that friend of yours might look the other way a bunch of times if you have a sad story, but even then they'll eventually get tired of it. But life itself, like the, the, the karmic fruit, if you will, of life, it never cares. It's going to do what it's going to do. Sometimes it works in your favor, sometimes it doesn't, but it, it always works, right? Right. But we can't, we, can't, we can't ignore the fact that, you know, that some people are paying for the sins of their fathers right now, though, man. Sure, I mean, sure. Listen, look, we know that you know right and wrong may be easily defined by some, but uh, it was it has been historically always misused by whatever person's in power. I don't care what country you're in. I don't care what situation you're in. I don't care what household you're in. There's you know there's people out there that might talk about uh, the government. <laughs> you know you misuse of power yet in their own home they're misusing their power they don't focus on how they're misusing their power no. and how they're abusing or misusing their their power within their neighborhood or within their friend group but they'll talk about the government's misuse of power listen yeah every, everyone needs to take responsibility to not misuse power i don't truly fault uh the power sources for acting the way they are because once you're in power do you ever really want to let it go do you, do you really want to let it go? No. Does any championship team go, you know what? We've won three championships in a row. I tell you what, let's be fair. I'm going to trade you some of my players and give you some of my players so you can be more competitive against me, and therefore I won't win any more championships. See, when we go to sports, Trinity, we get this. We understand it. Dog eat dog world, man. You want to beat me? Beat me. I, if I can get away with, with pulling your shirt... And if I can get away with fouling you and not getting called, I'm going to do so. We see it all the time. But then when we get called, we're like, ah. And then we have to slow-mo it. We have to slow-mo it to show people this is this is what you did, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's and that finally, all right. We don't have slow-mo in life. No. We don't have it. So so some of you are out there fouling people, and you, and, and you know you're doing it, but you're denying it. You're, you're yelling it like the refs out there all the refs <laughs> yeah. that exist out there and you go no i didn't do it i do it not or i caught the ball i caught the ball well i wish i had slow-mo for everybody just show it to them look you did not yeah you look. clearly didn't <laughs> but i think i think our real problem is trinity is that we're all getting caught up in motives right we're all getting caught up in the motives yep. and, and you know in all my years of counseling 
because I've counseled, you know, I had a lot of contracts for the legal system. So I'd cancel a lot of people that were in the legal system all the way down from, from, you know, the juvenile justice program all the way to the federal system where people come out of federal penitentiaries. And so the whole issue is, listen, when you're in front of a judge, they don't care about anything other than the end result, right? So they don't care, uh, like, you know, where my matter is the sentencing. Yeah, or, or really if you have a jury. Or did you, yeah, did you really mean to kill them? Or, you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, is they, but if you, if you kill someone, you kill somebody. And so you have to first come from that perspective and then build it out from there. But they're still going to be viewing you as the murderer that you are because you are. But yeah. now if it's justifiable, well, then that's the case that your attorney is going to have to build. You know, that, you know, they're going to look for all that stuff. But I think that all of us now, you know, have always, we're now all focused on the motives rather than the end result, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, I really don't care what your motive is. If you killed my parent, exactly. I don't care what your motive is. I, I really don't. I, I got to be honest. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. If, if my child or anyone in my family ends up dead as a result of you and your behavior at any way, shape or form. That's the way I'm going to, I, I don't care. Well, of course. That's, that's what I'm focused on. And that's what I was saying. Like the top of the show is I, I think that we've got this aura around, you know, the society, if you will, at the moment, that somehow your story negates the consequences. And whatever those consequences are, be it jail time, be it, be it you know, people's anger towards you, be it guilty, or whatever it is. But that's the problem is it doesn't negate the consequences. No matter how much we want it to, it, truth is still truth, man. It's still there, reality. And, and I think that we got to stop promoting that. You know, we, we have to have a certain amount of self, you know, uh, responsibility, self accountability. Um, and once again, like I'm not talking about doom and gloom, man, because that's the other thing I yeah. see. I see sometimes. And you know it, when people get defensive and you call them out on something, instead of just acknowledging, you know what, yeah, I probably going to, no, then they take it to the other end. Oh, I'm just so wrong. I'm just, no, we're not saying you're a failure because you admit to a mistake or you admit to a bad decision. You're not a failure. Just in that instance, you made a poor decision. That's okay. Right. It happens. What makes yeah. it not okay is when you ignore it or you try to explain it away. Because like he said, right. whoever the victim was in, in that story doesn't care what your story is. All they care about is you hurt me. And, and I need you to validate that and acknowledge the fact that you hurt me. I don't care that you didn't intend to hurt me. Like, I have a wife. I've hurt her in the past many times because I'll just say something. I don't intend for it to hurt. I'm not thinking to myself, ooh, I can't wait to say this to her. Right. No, I'll just say something right off the cuff, not realizing it, and she'll respond, you know, to hurt. And, and, and right. you know, maybe early on when I was, wasn't as skillful and we were still learning how to be married with one another, I would get frustrated. I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't, I didn't do that. I didn't, but at the end of the day, it doesn't, I'm not saying, she's not saying I, I, I meant to do that. She's just saying it hurt. And so I had to learn how to say, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, that wasn't my intention. I'm, I'm sorry. It came out that way. Maybe I need to, yeah. you know, re, re explain it or whatever it is, you know, and I wouldn't try to justify it. I would just say that wasn't my intent. And I'm sorry that that's how, that's how it was interpreted. My bad. Like I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something different, right? That's where the communication happens, but you can't just, you can't just negate the fact that you hurt this person or you did whatever it was that was wrong because you, you see it differently in your head. Like you were in truth is 360. Go ahead. You know, one of my. One of the things that I've learned, I'm in a, you know, for those of you that don't know, I'm in a very long-term relationship, right? We got married in, what, 1995, right? So you do the math. I don't want to do the math. <laughs> you know, right? it's 32 years, right? This year would be 32 years. Um, but um, is that what it is? 32 years? No. Sure. I don't know. Forever. It's forever. Uh, but but the point is, is that when we got, you know, one of the things that I really love is that if Dana looks at me, you know, and says something like, like I'm doing it to hurt her feelings or whatever, I, I admit it. I go, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm throwing back. <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting arrows at you right now. Is it working? <laughs> it kind of changes the conversation. It eases the conversation because when you acknowledge that, yes, I am trying to hurt you right now. I'm saying this specific. I said that word specifically. Right. That would get you. Then you kind of know how mindless and how dumb the little argument is. Right. You notice that you're not even arguing. You, you notice that you're not arguing about what you're arguing about anymore. You're arguing stuff about ten years ago and twenty years ago. Then, and it's like, why? Why are we in this conversation again? I mean, you know that we were talking about like dinner menu, right? And now we're, <laughs> you know, 
bringing up something from you know 20 years ago so so we as humans we do that like we're, yeah. we're constantly doing that we're constantly using the history you know to somehow validate today's argument and and, yeah. and we do it in relationships we do it in in society we're constantly using history to validate today's behavior and you can't do that you know if we're talking about today we're talking about today now i get i get that there's historical reference, and I get <laughs> yeah. that, that 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 we have all somehow been wronged, and we've all been put in situations. However, a lot of times, the person we're yelling at to is not the person. <laughs> no, they're not the one that did it. No, right? I, I mean, how many husbands and wives out there, or how many boyfriends and girlfriends out there, are dealing with someone else's? crap that they did yep. to that person all of them I mean, you're not the one that cheated on him but but you got to deal with the cheater that hurt her or yeah you got to deal with the cheater that hurt him in the past constantly yep it's like so so th this is something that everybody should be able to understand and relate yep. to yeah I, I think um like i said the, the we got to stop this idea man that that you know, uh, I'm completely not liable for anything that I say or do because I have a story or I have, it makes sense in right. my head. Um, I, I think that it creates, it creates so much resentment and so much disdain for the people around you, man. Um, and, and not only that, but to be honest with you, uh, it's really liberating. It, and, and now walk with me for a minute, man. It's, it's really liberating when you can say, you know what? Yeah, I made a bad decision. Right. Like, cause there's times and I have people in my life that I talk to that I respect. <laughs> and I, I'm sure I'm positive. There's times where you and I've been talking and you'll say, Oh, you shouldn't have done that. I was like, Oh, I know I did it on purpose. Like I will purposely know I'm making a bad decision right, right now because right. I'm letting my emotions, you know, I'm letting my, 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 my anger, my fear, my resentment, whatever it is, it's in the driver's seat right now. And I know it and I'm allowing it to happen. I am purposely being unskillful at the moment. Right. Right. Um, but there's a certain amount of liberation that comes from knowing that and admitting that, right? Like, I'm not going to try to sit here and tell you I'm right. I know I'm wrong. And then what that does is it, is it makes me more self-aware, number one. Number two, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to apologize later on, right? When I can go to my wife and be like, you know what? I made a stupid, I was mad. I said some things I probably shouldn't have said, and I apologize uh, for that. It makes it so much easier when I can admit that, I, you know what? I just, that was a bad idea. Um, so it's, it's contrary, right? We think that it makes us less than, or we think that it's like a sign of weakness to admit you're wrong. No, it's actually, it's not only a sign of strength, it's liberating because <laughs> like you could just be like, you know what? Yeah. I messed that one up and I'm sorry. For, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to tiptoe around that one. No, I, I look, I got, I got one for you. Okay. Because we are all historically wrong a lot, right? I mean, yeah. all of us have been wrong a lot. Think about it. Think about the history of wrongness that you have. How many, <laughs> I mean, for those of you that have dated a thousand people, that's a thousand wrongs you did. Like, yeah. like you weren't right like a thousand times, right? But now I got one for you. So okay. you, you will use this in your next marital relationship <laughs> argument. <laughs> I don't know what you're you talking about. Me. We don't have any. Right. No, no, no. You'll use it. So when, the per when your loved one is looking at you like you're wrong and, and you're like, you know that I have a better history of being right, at least most recently. Like, what are you talking about? Because I picked you. See, you picked me. So I am more right than you because I picked you. <laughs> so, I, so if I'm so bad, you're the one that is a story. <laughs> Look what you did to yourself. Whereas my picker is right because right, I picked you. Exactly. So, I like that one actually. I, I, I might I might steal I, that one actually. Oh, I'm telling I'm telling you, it's a good one to steal. <laughs> you can have it. Um, but it is, but it is liberating, though, right? Um, because at the, it also reinforces the idea that we both talk about, and that is that you're in control. You are, right? You are in control right. of you. As much as we like to pretend that we're not, or we like to shove it off on other people and other events, that's all just BS. At the end of the day, we are in control of how we choose to respond to something, right? And that is still, to this day, my favorite thing that I learned when I walked my, my spiritual journey, the third truth, was you don't have to suffer. Right. Like, you don't have to respond to these things. Uh, we all have seen that. We all have, have seen people respond to a situation in their life that we're, like, in awe of, Right. We've seen people respond to something. We're like, whoa, like, I don't know if I could. Yeah, you could, right? You don't have to fall into this normal pattern that you've been told is the right way. You can choose a different way. And sometimes that, that choice is, you know what, I'm going to handle things better, right? And it doesn't make me a punk. It doesn't make me weak. It makes me, you know, in charge of myself. I'm not giving that power to anybody else, right? But 
Right. The first thing you have to do is admit, like we said earlier, you chose that. It didn't happen to right. you. It didn't happen, you know, because of them. It no, you chose it. Because there's there's many people who go. There what was that story that uh, I don't think it's not an exact story. It's just a, a fable, I guess, where somebody goes up to two twins and asks this person, you know, why they used uh, uh, drugs and alcohol, and they said, well, because my parents were. And then you go to the other twin and say, why didn't you use drugs and alcohol? Well, because my parents were. So the exact same situation they were both in, they chose to handle it differently, right? And so that's what I try to have my kids, for instance, uh, uh, whenever they do something from an early age. Whenever they do something, like my, my son, for whatever reason, has this idea that he's an equal to the teachers. Because the teacher will say something or whatever it is, and he'll get upset that she said something, and I keep trying to drill in his head. It's like, it doesn't matter. She's the authority figure in that room. So she can tell you what to do, and she can even be wrong. She can be yelled. She can do all those things. She has the authority. You, at 10, do not have the place to stand up and do that. That's where I come in, right? If, if it's unjust, you tell me, and we'll get to the bottom of it. But you can't sit there and, like, acting like she's, she's an equal to you and flipping out and doing all sorts of things because at the end of the day, you're always going to be wrong because you have the student right. code of conduct. Now, granted, if something crazy happens, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the basic things in life. And <clears throat> and I think that that's what we got to help people understand. Because if we don't talk to our kids about it, then they grow up to be adults who don't do it either. And we all know right. those. Go into any freaking jail right now. <laughs> they're all just sitting in there. And they're all going to justify you why they shouldn't be in there. Even though they'll even admit to what they did was wrong. That's the craziest part. Is I've seen people admit what they did was wrong. But still don't think that there should be some sort of a consequence. Even though they, they, they will knowingly admit that what they did wrong. And the reason why is because they're thinking of the story. They're thinking of the story. And it magically justifies whatever behavior that they did. That they shouldn't have a consequence. Which then makes them continue to repeat that behavior in all aspects of life. Because don't get right. it twisted. If you do that in one area, you're probably doing it in many areas of your life. Right. And that's where the idea is you're creating your own. Have you ever heard that phrase, uh, you can't get out of your own way? That's what that is. You're creating so much more drama and so much more BS in your life by not just getting with the program and accepting the fact you know, you're going to be wrong sometimes, bro. Right. It's okay. Be wrong. Own it. Stop expecting the world to to um, to adhere to you because that's not how it works. Right. You know, and we're not going to go ahead. No, I know. I was just going to say, and there's not just one answer, and and there's not just one solution. And and you've seen people, you've seen me stump people before, Trinity. So I'm going to remind you where you see me stump people with with this solution thing. Uh, somebody, comes oh. to us and, you know, we're, <laughs> when we're talking about some of these problems, and they'll be like, you know, well, I just think, you know, if, if we could hit, you know, we could, if our parents could punish us and they could hit us again, and and I'll be like, yeah, because nobody in prison ever got hit by their parents. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all. That's all I have to say. When people start thinking that you know all the bad behavior out there is because yeah. people aren't getting spanked, I go, yeah, because nobody in prison ever got spanked. They all kind of, they, they stop there for a second. <laughs> well, they or, have to. Or, yeah, or when they start saying, oh, no, I didn't do this because my mom wouldn't let me because, you know, if I would have got higher, if I would have drank, then my parents would have, and I'd be like, yeah, because you know, you're thinking, really? No, it's yeah. your decision that you made. Yeah. Look, if you don't have that issue, it's because you made a decision, or you don't have that genetic predisposition, or, you know, there's there's other factors that exist. So we, we love to go like this and think we know why. We're steering in the right direction on certain points, right? Because right. with all of our failures, we also have a lot of successes. So sometimes the same way we don't seem to understand truly how we got into our failures, guess what? You may not truly understand how you got your successes either. You might giving you might be giving credit to the wrong yeah. item. Yeah. All of the all of the things are relevant. Everything is irrelevant. And we see a lot like marijuana is a good one to, to discuss when we talk about this. Oh boy. We, we, well, because we just want to ignore that that ever has any reasoning to do with any negative behavior. Right? So you could be <laughs> yeah. up with the law, you could you could be failing, you could be, but it's not pot, right? So I, I'm using pot because that can give you an understanding at least because we've all heard it, right? Now I get it. There are individuals that that smoke pot that don't have those consequences. Get it, but that may not be you. There are individuals that come from broken homes. And they don't behave like you do, but you might, you know, so, so we have to understand that all these things might make sense to you and you use them as reasoning, but not everybody from a broken home, not everybody that smokes pot, not every, not everybody that, 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 that is, uh, uh, raised by, by a grandparent instead of their parents, both parents, parents are in prison. That doesn't mean 
anything other than it's a factor. But there's a lot of factors, including this factor. You had the ability to listen to this program, sit back and reflect, or you have the ability to listen and watch this program and justify still and say, these guys don't know what the hell they're talking about. It yeah. makes sense to them, but look at yeah. them and look where they're at. It's easy for them to talk about, but you know what? You don't know where I've come from. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've experienced. No, I don't. But you don't know what I've been. You don't know what I've experienced. You don't know what I felt. Yep. And so that that is, but I don't want to know your whole story unless we're actually going to become friends and I actually ask you the question. Yeah. Until then, I just don't want you robbing my house. I just don't want you <laughs> exactly. raping my daughters. I just don't want you coming up and just punching me for no freaking reason. You stay over there, yep. and I'll stay over here. If we interact, we interact. But you know what? I have the same rules as you do because here's what you don't get. That I might come into your house. I might come rob you. And I might have my own story of why I did what I did. And let me yep. tell you something. When you're on the victim side of it, you don't give a damn no. either. So when you're on the person that did it side, just understand that you are not the victim here. And I think victimness or victimhood is learned victimness that we're teaching everybody. Yeah. I think it's part of the problem we talk about. You know, you're saying justification and validation yep. and all these things. I think if I look to how am I the victim in my own situation, of course I can find stuff. You know, there's of course we all can to me. That, that I know are significant. Those are factors, but they, th there, are, there are no singular factors that drive the bus. None. There are no, and the proof of that is there's, there's somebody out here in this world with that factor that you just mentioned, and they're not in your same exact situation. Exactly. Which proves multiple factors matter. So what our job to do as humans is to continue to stack the decks in our favor. Don't continue to stack the deck against your favor. Stack the deck in your favor. You try to hang on people that are moving in a certain direction like salmon fish, right? Because if you, if you get in a, in a whole cluster of people moving in a positive direction, you just may make it upstream. And it is upstream. I get it. it, it the water's going against you. It's pushing you down. It's not, it, you know, you're just not intended to be swimming upstream. No fish is intended to swim upstream, yet salmon do it. Yeah. Even though there's a bear up there saying, thank you very much. <laughs> Bring it, baby. After all that hard work, I'm right. going to eat you. So you may not even make it. Even if you beat all the odds, you still may not make it. However, you still do it. Running a, run a pack of those run, you know, going against the stream. Don't go with the stream. Run against it. And, and so many of us are just like moo animals, man. We're just moo cows. <laughs> exactly. We just get in that yep. herd of negativity. Yeah, we just get in the herd of negativity. And because this one... It, you know, validates our behavior. And this one agrees with what I just did, even though I, I keep on landing in negative situations. Uh, I'll just, yep, see, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. We're victims. Okay. <laughs> so and that pasture right there. Exactly. Go nowhere. Um, all right. So we have some comments that have been piling up. So let me get through those pretty quickly. Uh, Richard said early on, he said, uh, so does your carjacker deserve more grace for a rough upbringing than someone that doesn't? No, I think we've established that one. Um, but, but, but let me say, let me say something to that. You know, here's where it matters. It doesn't matter to the initial, the initial consequence, the initial consequence is the initial consequence, but what it will do is once I am, I am resolved of that initial emotion that I got from you carjacking me, it may permit me to forgive you sooner. Yeah. So it'll matter later. But don't tell it to me right when you jacked me. Because <laughs> no. I don't give a shit then. Yeah. Give me some time and then it, it may matter. And then uh, Marissa said, that's how some people justified it when seeing the looting and the violence. Um, which I agree. That's that, that was the way they justified obvious criminal behavior back with the, the riots and stuff like that. You know, oh, well, they're angry and they're upset. Well, sure, and you have every right to feel whatever emotion you want to feel. But that right stops at the moment you start vandalizing things that aren't yours and breaking laws. Um, yeah. uh, next one, every time I got suspended from my elementary school, by the way, Peebles Elementary of Nicolene, Texas, <laughs> East Texas, oh, I would, I would go, yeah, my mom's going to get mad. I would go to the school and I would take my BB gun and I would shoot holes in their window <laughs> and I felt justified for shooting sure. holes in their window. Yeah. And, How dare I, they hold you accountable? Got, yeah. Until I was made to go to a Catholic school for, I lasted six weeks there. I busted their window with a rock. So every time I would vandalize the school, I felt justified because the <laughs> exactly. principals and of course. all the school staff were so mean to me. If they would just let you carry on, they'd be that's fine. That's why they did it. 
Um, next one, uh, yeah, Marissa said, I think if people actually acknowledged what's really going on with them, the people around them would be there and try to help if possible, but lashing out and using them as a bumper creates a disconnect. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to be mad at somebody whose story, you know, I mean, and, and that to me is where the story matters, right? If I'm trying to evoke empathy and I'm trying to build a connection, that's where my story matters, right? My story does not matter when it comes to being held accountable and the consequences of my behavior. And I think that's where we got to understand the difference here, man. Um, next one is uh, Richard said, I, I don't know what JMO means. Um, he said, JMO, uh, but you are talking around the problem. I believe everything that you are talking about comes down to a moral standard of accountability that we don't teach or live by anymore. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I think that's kind of what we're talking about, man, is uh, we don't, we, we're great at accountability when it comes to like whoever hurt us. But we're horrible at accountability when it comes to people we like and ourselves, right? And it, and and Go I ahead. do want to add, we don't need another Spanish Inquisition. I mean, we try. That. That <laughs> no, work, so. no, that's so a bad we, idea. So we don't want that. We just need to extend people for whatever morality uh, they choose to live in their life yeah. in their world, because everybody comes to morality differently, right? Some use sure. certain books, some use certain literature, some use some use religion. It, it's whatever it is, but. When you start crossing boundaries to hurt somebody else, you break those primary rules. You know, right. look, I, I'm 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 no longer a practicing Catholic yet. You look at those Ten Commandments; they just make sense. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, sure. Philosophically, even you know what I mean. Sure. Thou shalt not kill. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a pretty standard thing there. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. That's probably a good decision. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Um, and and, and uh, what was the last one he was saying? Uh, accountability. Um, you know, the, the, one of my favorite like phrases or sayings back in the day was, we're typically, uh, you know, a judge for everybody else, but a lawyer for ourselves, right? So when somebody else when somebody else does something, we're immediately ready to judge good, bad, whatever. But when it comes to ourselves, now so we put our lawyer hat on. We'll see what happened was. I did this. You know, and I think we got to kind of get out of that one. Um, Lori said, amen, brother. Um, and then Gabriella said, uh, man, this is so much truth. I, I believe all this and also have been guilty of this. We all have. Um, but what a great topic to bring to light, especially in raising the, these kids. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Marissa, let me know what JMO means. It's just my opinion. Thank you for that. And then uh, Richard said, forgive him, he's old. We're the same age, brother. Um, <laughs> by, by the way, Trinity, I didn't know what it was either. I, I, yeah, I'd never seen it. Um, but uh, uh, but no, I, I think that's, accountability is what it is, man. I, I think that that's, gosh, man, we're, we're so lenient on accountability. And we got to stop looking at accountability as a bad thing. we got to stop looking at it as harsh. Because it's not, but, man. But, Go ahead. But, but we're not with our kids. We're not with our kids. It, it, typically, you know what I mean? So, so you mothers out there and you fathers out there, uh, just understand, you know, like when it, when they're violating your space, how account, how, 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 how accepting are you of that behavior? Cause I've seen some of you just completely destroy your children, right? I've seen you in the supermarket, I've seen you in the stores, I've seen you somewhere. So, so if you're not going to accept it from them, then what about you? What about you? What do you think? Cause I'm grown. Cause you're grown. No, man, you're, you're, ju you're still a child. We're all children. I don't care. Look, first of all, the older I get, the more childlike I am. <laughs> you wet yourself now? They, they make diapers no, for that, almost, bro. Depends. I almost did. I almost did. <laughs> but, but no, I'm, I'm a child, though, now. In other words, like, I, I'm I'm 52 years old. I'm, I'm no, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, we do revert back to childhood, where it's yeah. like, I don't really care anymore. You know, so so there was a there was a peaking moment around 30s and 30s and 40s. Those were some peaking times where you felt the most adult but then you turn into a child again and so that is just the way it is so you know you you actually touched on something really important right there actually um because it's something i don't think a lot of people think about you know our kids our kids watch way more than they listen right meaning you could tell your kids all you want but they're, what they're really paying attention to is what you're doing, right? And so I think one of the most important ones, if you're trying to, to correct this in your own life, um, right. and then you're also trying to raise your children with that, the biggest thing you could do is have that same kind of accountability with your kids. And, and I think most people heard that and they immediately thought about raising kids. No. What I'm talking about is I've apologized to my kids before, right? That's a yes. big deal. A lot of parents hear that and like, what? No, 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 no. They're not exempt 
sometimes I can be an asshole, man. Sometimes I can be short-sighted. Sometimes I can be emotional. Sometimes I can be, you know, dismissive or whatever it might be. And that's where the accountability comes into play is I practice what I preach. So if one of my kids, because I've had situations where one of my kids will say or do something and then I'll, and I'll, and I'll like bring the hammer down on them or I'll do whatever. Whatever the consequence was, it's probably a little bit more than it needed to be. I will 99% of the time, I won't say always because I'm sure I've, I'm, I'm, per, I'm not perfect, but I will make an effort to go seek them out, sit down with them and say, you know what? I'm sorry. Amen. I handled that one wrong Amen. earlier and, and, and you didn't deserve that. And this is why I did that. I was, it hurt my feelings and I respond. I will be vulnerable with my children, which helps our connection, but it also teaches them, hey, you know what? It's okay to apologize when you hurt somebody. Like that is a big deal, man. I know a lot of parents out there who think apologizing to your kids is beneath you and it's not. Go ahead. Right. And, and, and a big thing, and I know you do it as well, is we allow our kids. Uh oh, you just lost your audio. You just lost. You just lost all audio, everything. <laughs> you can leave and come back from your thing. I'll have it up. No, go ahead. You can leave. Leave and come back. You can. You can rejoin us. Um, we we were just having this discussion earlier about how we we were not fond of some of the uh, the technical uh, limitations of what we're working with here. So. Um, he'll come back in a second, finish his thought, and then we'll probably do the wrap ups and stuff. But, um, but, oh, here he is. There we go. All right. I think we can hear you now. Oh, no, hold on. There we go. Now we can hear you. Oh, all right. Wow. It's really lagging now. I told you that. I wasn't going to ring, right? Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Is that we allow our kids to be wrong sometimes, and then I have to go after this because I got three uh, percent. We allow our kids to be wrong, no, but instead of hanging back, says, "All right, I'm going to let you be wrong and say it," and throwing it in their face and say, "Yeah," and then when it's bad, I'm not going to be here to rescue. No, 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 I will always be here to help you. I'm about rescue you, but I'll be, I'll be here. I'll be here to support you. So I'm going to allow you to be wrong, but I'm not going to tell you that. And I will be here to support you, and I will tell you that. That is the key. The key is to how you allow someone around you to be wrong without you having to say, I told you so, without you having to be on top of them, yet say it in a way that is still supportive. I think that's that's also a key. If, you, if, if, if we're going to help people kind of take more responsibility on how to behave and take ownership, then as a supporting cast, you got you got to be a little bit more patient on letting somebody get through that process. You know, what I mean, and, and sometimes that means you can't say I told you so in a, in a way that, that's hurtful and, and demeaning because then they're never going to come to you. And you just got to be able to help them pick themselves back up because we all yep. get scraped. We all have cuts and bruises. None of us are perfect in that. And with that, Trinity, yeah, I'm at three percent. So uh, <laughs> that was your wrap up. Wrapping up because. Yeah. That's it. That was it. I'll do my wrap up. Uh, well, first and foremost, thanks everybody for tuning in. As always, uh, if you want to follow us on social media, he is at the Dope Doctor. I am at the Dharma Guy, um, which we're actually both on TikTok now. So we, we both threw in the towel and we joined. Um, you can also check out. Wait. wait. Uh oh. Did you unmute me for a second? Yeah, you're unmuted. Trinity, you got to go see that TikTok I placed of my son, my future son in law. In one week, my okay. daughter's getting married. My daughter's yeah, I'll check it out. Married. You got to see that because that I've seen that video for the last <laughs> six years or four or five years. I don't know however many years. I laugh hysterically every time I watch. That's it. awesome. Yeah, I'll check it out as soon as we get out of here. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and, and if you're listening to this and you want to watch some of the videos after the fact, you can go to youtube.com slash Dharma Time. Um, and, and you can check us out on podcasts, things of that nature. And we do appreciate the views, the shares, the likes, all that stuff. It does help. Uh, and if you want to watch the shows live, um, Dharma Time is live on Tuesdays, usually at 1 o'clock. And that's facebook.com slash WPSN99. Or you can just look up uh, Dope and Dharma. And let me mute him. You can look up Dope and Dharma and you'll find us. However, it makes you jump through hoops for whatever reason. I think it's because his name is Dope. But regardless. Uh, <laughs> he's the culprit. Uh, so anyways, uh, so to talk about, you know, my, my wrap ups on here. Um, yeah, I think I'm only going to do two sides of it, right? On one side, if you're the, if you're the giver of the accountability, it, it would behoove you to, to do it with a softer approach. Think in your mind that I genuinely care about this human being. I, I want to be kind to them. I want to love them and I want to show them compassion. Um, the reason why I'm trying to point out their behavior is out of love, not out of spite, not out of malice. 
And so if you approach that with a loving mindset, then your message is more likely to land on ears that are going to hear them as opposed to on ears that are going to get defensive. So the onus is on you to get out of your own ego and be able to help somebody, you know, with an open hand as opposed to a closed fist. But on the flip side of that, if you're the person who who needs the accountability, understand that, you know, we make decisions every day and choices every single day. And sometimes those choices are going to work out and sometimes they're not. Uh, understand that when they don't work out, it's okay. But what's not okay is to ignore that and act like it, it act like it doesn't matter. The consequences do matter. Yes, your story matters to those who it matters to. But you've got to understand the world at large doesn't care about your story. They're looking at the outcome. That's what's important to them. And if the outcome is something that's going to hurt others, your story is, does not negate the consequence for that. So try to be teachable. Try to be into a moment in your head where you're willing to accept the loving statements from those around you and realize, I can do better. Because at the end of the day, we can all do better. Right, and that's what I say at the end of the show. Which, speaking of which, we're there. So, uh, now that you know better, do better. Peace. Are you still here? What are you doing? I told you, go do better.